This is the Hunter's Quest Podcast, an unconventional podcast where we talk about hunting, fishing, and general woodsmanship through stories, experiences, and a little bit of humor. Pull up a chair, grab a cold one, let's have a little talk. Hello out there, welcome back to episode number five of the Hunter's Quest Podcast, currently known as... Um, as mentioned in the uh, last podcast, we will be doing some rebranding as well as some upgrading and um, doing a little more to uh, make ourselves more available. Um, but in this podcast, we're going to keep on flowing forward as if nothing's happening. Uh, we got some really not a lot going on as far as things to do, but I got to tell you, I am so stoked about deer season this year i can't even tell you it's it really hit me today the weather you know you wake woke up this morning it was 68 degrees it was almost crisp outside with a little bit of a breeze and it just felt like i should have been in the woods felt like just total deer stand weather so yeah it really got just everything about me tingling super hyped up can't wait to get out in the woods we're 30 days out only 30 more days. it'll probably be the 30 longest days of most of our years <laughs> coming up um especially for us here in missouri that start on the 15th of september there's a couple other eight nine states that have already began getting after it but here in missouri we got one more month to go and I, again, I couldn't be more excited. I had, it made me have a great day at work today. It was one of the best days I've had at work to, in a long time. And it was probably because I was more in the deer woods in my mind than actually focused on what I was doing, but super excited about it. Ready to get out in it, shot the bow a whole bunch. Um, got my son, my oldest son, he's headed off to college Friday so finally got him out in the backyard to shoot a compound. Uh, old Geronimo is loaning me his compound to see if I wanted to uh, try to make that leap from recurve to compound. And I just, I don't think I'm quite ready for that. It's, they're just, as weird as it sounds, they're kind of too far apart. Um, just the positioning and the whole feel and flow of everything. I'm just, I'm going to stick with my stick and string and he can have his compound um but digress my son got out there and it's the first time he'd ever drawn or shot a compound and i gotta say i was really really impressed he uh he would have put him down if we were in the woods he would have put some meat on the table so that was cool and he kind of went from curious but not interested to curious and interested kind of all in the same and fail swoop, I guess I should say. But, um, so that was kind of cool to see, you know, even though he's heading off to college and we're obviously not going to get a lot of time to hunt this year. And he hasn't ever been out in the woods. It's just something that we haven't, he's been in more in the arena of sports and, you know, baseball, basketball, uh, all that kind of stuff. So he's been more into, I guess school type sports than real, you know, than the outdoorsy stuff that I enjoy. And so it's cool to see him kind of pick up and maybe want to get involved. And he sees the why he understands why I'm hunting 
is so awesome. He, he he gets it. Like when I tell him about just being in the woods by myself and listening, you know, being there as the world wakes up, so to speak, he's, you can see it in his eye that he has a, a curiosity for that. I just don't know if he has quite the built in patience for it yet. Hopefully that comes with some more maturity in college. Um, my youngest son, however, he is, would love to, she loves to shoot everything, anything and everything. But again, I don't think he definitely doesn't have the patience to sit out there in the deer woods to wait for something to come along. But it's fun anyway, just just seeing them get excited because I'm excited and got all my gear laid out and starting to figure out what I want to take out of the bag so I can put back in it. And everything's pretty much made its way back in it. Um, I got two different kind of pursuit packs, just day bag, you know, backpack. Um, two of them that I kind of set up differently. One I use when I plan on doing a still hunt, creeping around. I got a little stool that I sit on and a little blind cover and stuff like that, that I can set up. And so it's more of a, a pop-up blind slash spot and not a spot and stock, but still hunt creeping around type operation. Then my other pack set up with all my things for, if I'm planning on sitting, if I'm going to my Kleiner, it's got the harness in it. It's got uh, a couple ropes, some carabiner, stuff like that for pulling up my bow and whatnot. And it, it, they're they're similar but different. And obviously, you know, the stuff I wear is the stuff I wear. I've got the same real tree pants that I've had for the last two years, and I don't plan on really buying anything else um, for now. I, I do see the appeal, especially come the colder months of some of the the more expensive name brand stuff. But just quite frankly, on the blue collar budget, that's just not realistic for us. You know, I if I'm going to do a cold weather hunt, I'm putting on the, uh, the old ski pants that I have from high school. And again, I'm 40. So I put on the old ski pants from high school and throw my real trees on my pants over that and bundle up with a coat and I head on out, you know, some insulated gloves, some hand warmers, a beanie, and I, I make it work and it does get a little chilly sometimes, but we power through it because it's what we love to do. Um, as far as all the other stuff, like I said, I don't have anything high dollar. It's all very basic, you know, uh, Real tree, I got a little bit of mossy oak, I guess, in my family. My brother and I always joke that we're a real tree family, and it just it just so happens to be what we end up grabbing off the shelf and what catches our eye. Um, my blaze orange vest is mossy oak, as well as my stool that I have is mossy oak as well. But again, you know, when it comes to that type of stuff, it's, it's all preference and something to talk about. Again, it's one of those general things. There's before this whole camo thing started, successful hunting happened when we were damn near naked as people all the way up to where, you know, you're going out there and you're a pair of blue jeans and a red flannel shirt. And, and that was enough just, and, and now we've gotten to the point of, of trying to become the predator in the woods and and it can get a little out of hand. I mean, I understand it. And, and it, you know, you want to break up your silhouette and all these kinds of things. But it can get a little out of hand as far as like different patterns. 
So definitely that is always something that just mind your environment. Although most of these animals we're going at, uh, aside from, you know, like turkey, are somewhat colorblind or, or, or color challenged, sight challenged in certain ways. They see movement, they see shape, but they don't necessarily see um, colors the way we do. So getting all overly obsessed about patterning is kind of, like I said earlier, for for us more than it is for them. Um, basically a keeping it simple type operation. My climber is a summit climber. It's pretty sweet. I love it. It's basically a lazy boy that you can strap up into a tree and sit literally all day long and not have any problems whatsoever. So I'm big into the climbing. I like using a climber. Uh, old Geronimo and I do set up oh, quite a few, I'd say six to ten stands in various locations and uh, have those that we hunt on throughout the year, just options when we're feeling not necessarily lazy, but not as ambitious as one would when they want to strap a 30-pound climber to their back and go hiking off into the woods. But we do a lot of that. And then I particularly, I like to do a lot of ground hunting. So again, I'm keeping it with the, the ground blinds and the stuff like that. So it's, it's exciting. It's a lot of fun. And again, I'm just, I can't quit thinking about getting into the deer woods and, and seeing how this season goes. Um, kind of getting prepared for the bear hunt too you know that's only a couple months away it's you know late october so i only got two months till i'll be in the bear woods down in the ozarks there so that's really just got my mind turning and burning and making sure i got everything lined up and my broadheads are sharpened up real nice and my arrows are just fresh and fletched and hot off the press and all that stuff i got I think I mentioned in my the archery deal we did podcast or two ago, the uh, Three Rivers Archery made me some arrows that I absolutely love. They fly perfect. I couldn't be more excited about the build. It was kind of something that I designed at home through trial and error and doing kind of my own thing. And then once I found a balance that I like, I kind of picked the material uh, sent in the numbers and they did the rest and gave me just wonderful, wonderful traditional only Easton arrows. Um, they weren't the most expensive, but I mean, really with the quality that these guys put out, once you add on your fletchings and, you know, all the inserts and knocks and just all the things you can add to these arrows nowadays, and or just that come on a basic arrow even you there are so many options you can get really really crazy into it and spend you know i the first time i built an arrow i i went to check out and it was like almost 300 dollars. and i was like oh cool for a six pack you know built arrows that's you know i can swallow that pill and then i realized that the quantity was one and that was one arrow so <laughs> I, I realized again, blue collar budget that, okay, maybe I need to dial back what, you know, I want to what I absolutely need. And I trimmed that down to where I was able to 
spend 250 bucks on um, six arrows. And the cool thing is, is a lot of the, the stuff that you add onto your bow, or not the bow, but the arrow, when you order it, if those things come in a dozen count, they send you the remaining six. So you get six uh, field points, they send you the other six because they come in a 12-pack. I got extra fletchings, I got extra wraps, I got extra uh, inserts, I got extra field tips. So I'm like almost on my way to being able to kind of maintenance my arrows as long as they stay whole, you know? So that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, man, just ready to get out in it just like everybody is. I, I know I keep saying that, but I just can't get the woods out of my head. Um, it was a long summer. It was a hot summer. Um, working my tail off, you know, it's do we go Geronimo and I, we didn't get to get out to the river as much as we wanted to and get into the woods really as much as we wanted to and, and do what we like to do and play around. Cause I mean, we were working seven days a week. Um, we're sheet metal workers, like I mentioned before, and we're working on school. So they're trying to get it to get done before all the kids come back next week, which definitely isn't going to happen, but they're, you know, pushing and pushing and pushing. So that's fine. And making more money, it's fattening up the wallet a little bit so we can blow it on a little bit of that, uh, stuff that we want before the season starts. Uh, I got some wants and Odronimo's looking like he's probably going to go ahead and buy a brand new bow. I know I mentioned that he had gotten a bow he bought off of a fellow used bow, a good used bow, but something uh, we can't quite figure out what's quite going on with it. Um, something's backward, something's upside down, something didn't get adjusted right or something's way out of adjustment, but we don't. Uh, he, he, go drawn him out and made a time to get to an archery shop. So he just instead wants to start fresh and get him a kick-ass bow and, you know, spend a few hundred bucks and get him something nice and new that he's comfortable with and get him a new climber. And then I'll be been looking into getting me an old crossbow. Um, and before you come firing at me with all the bull crap, just, one, we don't play that game here. Your methods are your methods. And as long as it's a legal means of take for whatever game animal you are pursuing, then uh, you go get it. You get it and you be proud of it and you own it and you brag about it and all that kind of stuff. But um, the crossbow for me was a kind of a decision of I don't hunt rifle range. That's not my hunt. My hunt is 50 yards and closer. Um, whether I rifle hunting or bow hunting or whatever the case may be, my that's my range. That's just my game range. I don't feel hunt hunty, if that's even a word. If I'm pursuing something that's possibly, you know, that's that's two or three hundred yards away that has no clue that I even exist. I mean, of course, within. 30, 40, 50, of course, you don't want the thing to know you exist either, but the gamesmanship to be played um, to me, and it's it's personal preference for just me, you know, that's my game. And depending on where you live, you know, your game could easily change. If you're 
you know, a Western guy with a lot more space between uh, you, you know, point A and point B, your game maybe is obviously could be a very different game, you know? And if I lived out West, my, and I never hunted around here, my game could easily be that same, you know, game of, you know, anywhere from five feet to 500 yards. But given the fact that I hunt where I hunt and I, I started the way I started by initial, by picking up a recurve, you immediately close your hunting radius down immensely. And so with doing that, it also made me the sport aspect of the hunt, the challenge aspect. And for me, it's the, you know, the fair game aspect. I want to give that animal a fair opportunity to see me also. Um, I want a true hunter, prey, you know, predator, prey type situation when, when I hunt. And that's just, that's my hunt. Some people are just purely out there to fill the freezer and more power to you. That's, that's also what hunting is for, is to fill the freezer just as much as it is for um, family tradition or for just for the fun of it, you know, as long as you're, you're doing it legally and you're harvesting the, the, what, what needs to be harvested and you're not wasting, then, you know, there's, that's what hunting is for. It, it's meant for sport, recreation and survival. And so to use it for any one or all of those things, you know, that's, that's right on, man. That's more power to you. So Again, there's really not much else I got. It was just kind of a rant about how fucking excited I am about deer season this year. And I hope everybody else is getting so super stoked like I am. And I really can't wait to hear what everybody's got kind of planned uh, for their preseason uh, go bag, as it were. Um, we'll drop another one of these things here in a couple days. I'll going to got a little list of put together some of the shit in the bag and you know that we have so we will put that together and hopefully i'll get a little more information about what what i'm carrying into the field you give me a little info about what you're carrying in the field what are we shooting do we get any new upgrades this year you know that'd be cool to hear about that i've gotten quite a bit of feedback before i let you guys go about getting Geronimo live on the air. And I think I've figured out a way to do it. He is a tough guy to pin down. I'm telling you, it sounds ridiculous. Like I said, we've spent seven days a week together for the last couple of weeks. And it's still, you know, when we have time off, we, we don't want to talk to each other and we don't want to talk, you know, about anything. So, um, we're just trying to relax. So, but I think I got him pinned down. I think I figured out a way that I can get him. Uh, I don't want to say tricked in is maybe a bad way to put it into getting on this thing, but get, get him talked into it, get him on here in some form or fashion. So we can, um, get to know him, maybe, uh, hear a couple stories, get a couple tips about hunting and all that kind of fun stuff and maybe have a couple good laughs. So anyway, uh, Thanks again for listening. I know this one didn't have really any substance to it. It was just kind of me bullshitting and rambling on here. But um, I just had to share the excitement. So Facebook, The Hunter's Quest, um, Gmail, The Hunter's Quest Podcast at Gmail. 
and um, we are Twitter at the Hunter's Quest. So send me messages, keep those coming. I'm getting a lot of good ideas for some upcoming episodes. And I hear you, Geronimo is coming. And again, we will be rolling out um, some new, the new brand here very, very soon. Um, again, this guy sucks at technology and it's turning into a little bit more difficult than I thought it was going to be. I thought this was a more of a uh, kind of a point and click type situation. As turned out, I'm having to get into mixing and editing and MP3 this and audio files and splicing and sound effects and all that kind of crap. So bear with me. We got a few more of these or don't bear with me, you know, just thanks for sticking around as long as you have. If you've made it to the fifth one here, which I know not too many people probably have, we've probably gained some, we've lost some, but, um, I appreciate all of you for any one of these episodes that you listen to. And if you would leave us a five-star review, that would be freaking awesome. You can also shoot a comment or a question through the Spotify app, which is where we still are only exclusively for now. I'm working on iTunes. I'm working on Amazon music. I'm working on uh, Google podcast, um, stitcher. We're working on getting us out there to where um, people can enjoy us on more platforms and um, places like that. So again, shoot us um, some more feedback. I love hearing it. It's funny. Even the kind of nastier stuff, Um, I kind of get a kick out of that. It cracks me up. And if you're going to, uh, direct message me on Facebook, um, not interested in hookers. So don't know where those are coming from. And I don't know the rules on selling stuff online. As far as weapons are concerned, I will look into that because there's a couple, um, um, one guy mainly, but a couple people that have, um, wanted to sell some of their personally made items, knives and what have yous. And I, I'm cool with it, letting them um, post those things on there. I don't want the site, you know, the Facebook page to become a marketplace by any stretch, but you know, if you got some cool shit that pertains to actual hunting and can be used in that kind of realm, you know, use bows, things of that nature, then I don't have any problem with that. Again, I don't know what the guidelines are. I'll find out, I guess when we get banned. So Shoot me that stuff, and if it's something cool or whatever, I'll put it on there. I'm not interested in buying it, but we'll see if somebody else's. So, any, if you haven't got those bows out, and a little technical difficulty there. So, if you haven't got your bow out, your rifle, your pack, your clothes, it's time to get them out. It's time to get stuff descented. It's time to get the ozone out, get that thing plugged in, sent pucks full effect. Um, it's time to really get into it, man. Cause we got 30 days and it's going to fly by. And before we know it, it's going to be September 15th pre dawn. We're going to be in the woods. And we're all going to think about each other for one second. Wouldn't that be weird? Anyway, I'll be thinking about you guys. Hopefully, you'll be thinking about me. Hopefully, you'll join us on episode number six where we will have a little bit more gear talk. I'll get, we'll get deep dive into that. Some I got a shitload of calls and whatnot. And I'll, uh, if we run a little short on material, I'll give you guys the uh, 
turkey story from this spring. Since I don't know when else I'll tell it, because like I say, on deer season here, we got bears coming up after that, and then we're going to be right into the next spring turkey before we know it. So I'll have another spring turkey story to tell you then. So we'll uh, give you my spring turkey story. It was um, three weeks of grinding and grinding. It was very high and low it ended successful but it was not without trial tribulation challenge and a little bit of hunter harassment so that'll be fun to talk to you guys about and um hear what you guys have to say about that and if you've experienced any hunter harassment shoot me a me- let me know and i'll uh maybe see if we can't share your story on um the next podcast as well it'll be in a few days so make sure if you're gonna get at me you get at me quick and if not, uh, just enjoy the material, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Uh, thanks for joining us. Get in the woods. Mm-hmm.